Hello and welcome to another episode of Field Notes, a weekly podcast from Business Line on Agriculture and Commodities. I am your host T.R. Vivek. Increasing farm prosperity or ambitions like doubling of farmers' incomes cannot be achieved by improving yields or productivity alone. Without market access and an innovative and vibrant agri-industrial complex, the toil of our farmers would become meaningless. A vibrant agri-industrial complex needs agripreneurs. Historically, starting up a business involving agriculture has been difficult in India for a variety of reasons. Uh, agripreneurs continue to find it hard to raise capital or access knowledge, expertise and technology, whereas entrepreneurs in other sectors find it relatively easy. But all that might be changing slowly but surely. Uh, to discuss all these issues around agripreneurship, we have Dr. K. Srinivas, who was formerly the CEO of AIDEA at NAARM. Sorry, this is going to be a bit of an acronomic maze, uh, but bear with me, I will explain what that is. He's now recently been promoted as the Assistant Director General of Intellectual Property Rights and Technology Management at uh, the uh, Indian Council for Agriculture Research in Delhi. Uh, AIDEA, or the Associate for Innovation and Development of Entrepreneurship in Agriculture is a technology business incubator that is part of the National Academy of Agri-Research Management. Since 2004, it has been supporting startups across the spectrum in the agri-space. Uh, hello, Dr. Srinivas, how are you? And welcome to Field Notes. Uh, good morning, Vivek. Uh, I'm fine here. And thank you for inviting me for the extra Field Notes here. Uh, I hope uh, you're staying safe and you'd be moving to Delhi to take up your uh, uh, new assignment post all of this that settles down. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll be doing it soon. Okay, okay. Dr. Srinivas, uh, agripreneurship has become a, a buzzword. Um, why do you think there is uh, a sudden and uh, new interest in agriculture uh, when the media narrative about agriculture has been one of you know misery and problems? Uh, what has changed for agripreneurship to become attractive? Actually, if you really look into the whole scenario in agriculture, India is uh, specifically an agri-based country and our economy has uh, been uh, uh, very strong because we had a strong agricultural base. Though if we see in the terms of percentages, the GDP share in the whole uh, India's GDP is comparatively around 14-15%. This year it has increased to 20% because other sectors could not do because of this uh, pandemic. But still the, the issue is that agricultural has made India a self-sufficient uh, country from the begging bowl. And because of the confidence of this particular thing, we have been there. But at the same time, lot of problems are there in agriculture as of now. Our productivity mm. is low. The agricultural is vulnerable to a lot of climate change. The farmers are prone to the all the vagaries, uh, both uh, natural vagaries, which I have told that uh, climate conditions are there, water sh shortages are there on one hand for the production purpose. On other hand, market issues are also there where they, it's very difficult for them to do the marketing of their product because of two reasons. Our uh, share of GDP is very low in agricultural. The dependence on agricultural is very, very high. 
from the Indian population, around 50-60% is still working in the agriculture. That means each uh, farmer is getting very low income and because of low income, the risk capability is less. In this scenario, in this particular scenario, if we look into these type of problems, agri-entrepreneurship or I'll put it in a different way, the technology to be used in agriculture becomes very, very important. It, because it not only gives the aggregation of lot of people and finally come up with a good model for market on one hand and production on second hand to reduce the cost of production. Because uh, if we look into the input cost also, in general costs are very, very increasing. But if you use the technology, the cost reduces drastically. If we really look into the uh, costs of inputs, they are increasing the market uh, prices of the things despite uh, minimum support price are not increasing uh, in the same manner as the input costs and general inflation rates are going on however new technology if we can induce to uh, within the farmers like uh, using the artificial intelligence using the better better spectral technologies for uh, stresses, uh, different types of biotic and abiotic stresses, then uh, collectivization of the outputs for a better market and a better uh, response in the market. So these are the things where a lot of entrepreneurs are see, seeing a lot of opportunities where they can also help the farming community to grow in a better manner as well as uh, they can uh, themselves become a good entrepreneur in this particular field. So this is happening uh, from last uh, seven to eight years, very seriously it is happening, especially since 2016, this uh, growth in agri-entrepreneurship and agri-startups we are seeing is very, very phenomenal. Okay. Um, what are the challenges, you know, because when I speak to a lot of agri-entrepreneurs, they keep talking about the challenges they face in accessing private capital and expertise and knowledge and technology compared to other sectors. Um, so uh, what is uh, what is your view on it and what role does idea uh, NAM play in, uh, in addressing those challenges for uh, agripreneurs? So actually, if we look into the challenges for the startups or entrepreneurs, it is not exactly, uh, I'll not uh, rate the access of uh, private capital as a topmost priority. Okay. It is the issue, I'll put it in a different way, understanding the farming systems in India. In Indian farming system, it's a uh, very, very varied and actually, if we really look into that, if you see down south farming is different than the central India farming, then it is different in north India farming. East uh, In east India, different types of farmings are there and different types of problems are there. What exactly happening is there in the, this uh, startups ecosystem or startup things? They are bringing technology first and understanding problem later. It has to be a different way. If you understand the problem first, Try to solve the problem with the technology available. Probably if you are good in uh, AI, it may not be necessarily the problem is related to AI. Problem may be something different. So understanding problem is the first point that uh, any entrepreneur has to do and then come up with a solution of a bucket of technologies. I will not say only one technology can solve all the things. So this, if this happens, 
we see there is no dearth of capital and if you have uh, in this particular field i'll tell you you have to have a passion for this particular thing uh, if you are able to have this to understand the problems uh, of the farmers very uh, seriously and try to solve the problem in a proper manner then there is no dearth of money lot of investors are there who uh, private investors are there even there are many venture capitals who are do, uh, giving that a idea in this case as you have asked for a idea which is an incubator of uh, national academy for agricultural research management uh, in short we call is a nam is basically a, a incubator where which gives a platform to these entrepreneurs to actually understand the agriculture first number one because what i have seen is that most of the entrepreneurs more than 95% of the entrepreneurs are from non agriculture sector they come from the very uh, good technology background like uh, either artificial intelligence or data science or something uh, iot's or uh, machine learning but they they are very very poor in understanding the agriculture because agriculture is not only the science we have to understand we have to understand the psychology and sociology in the rural setup where they have to find a good market both in terms of input both in terms of output a idea gives a good platform where it first gives them to understand these type of scenarios in the rural areas number one then they have they handhold and mentor them to develop a proper uh, solution for this particular technology give them a good scientific uh, uh, information through its vast network of uh, indian council of agricultural research we have nine institutes so this gives a scope to these uh, startups to the uh, uh, interact with the scientist who is in working in that particular field this is number 2 and then we give them a very good uh, strategy for the business go to market strategy through our business mentors which we have a lot of many and very good mentors are there and then finally if all the threes are there this uh, is ask us which is a good uh, company to invest so we give them an investor also okay how do you familiarize them with uh, you know india's vast and complex uh, agricultural landscape do you send them off on a bharat darshan do you encourage them to go around the country first uh, do some research and then come back yeah both sides first of all uh, when they come to us we uh, interact with them we understand what is their actual uh, strength is and based on the strength we have since we have already identified lot of issues we send them to particular area for example a lady came with a says ki i am very good in uh, uh, mushrooms and uh, different types of mushroom cultivation mushroom recipes what should i do i said okay if you wanted to do a crore rupees uh, turnover what uh, think uh, what is the thing that you can uh, yeah she says i require inputs so i send her to the area where mushrooms are grown very much that is mostly hilly regions of uh, uh, india that is uh, himachal pradesh and uttarakhand then i asked her to actually talk to the farmers who are growing mushrooms at present at a low cost and see if you can improve upon their production process and then come up with a solution then she went there she has almost spent 2 to 3 months and then came back and then she says okay now i understood what i have to do that is the first part of this so 
this is one part that uh, she says ki i am good at uh, fungal uh, diseases and fungal thing but she was not actually knowing what exactly farmers are facing farmers are facing a bit different uh, challenges that is the farmers are not getting a good uh, uh, spawn for uh, quality mushrooms so she said i will supply them farmers were facing said once the mushroom is there uh, in the remote uh, areas uh, they will not they are not able to sell it to a, a, at a better uh, price to the cities she says i'll buy back and then the most important thing is that ki collectivization she did of the farmers she tried to uh, actually she did it for female farmers she has collected uh, collected uh, 30 to 40 female farmers in one village likewise she has uh, grown up a few villages and then she started working it in this way she was able to do the collectivization of the farmers she was gave, uh, able to give the better price to the farmers on one hand came back with the mushrooms made the processing of the mushrooms from that profit also women farmers gained uh, that this is the happening and then uh, there is a customer uh, de definitely for such type of products customer base is not uh, small in india we have a lot of customer base we can have that type of uh, companies many more companies who can do five six crore per year in uh, this particular type the same manner another company i was telling you okay, uh, they came up that we are very good at uav they, they, these were very uh, young engineers and uh, they said okay, we are very good at uh, drones but we don't wanted to do something in agriculture what should we do so first we have to understand what exactly they have to do and then we found out that can you trace the biotic and abiotic stresses? And for that, we have uh, made a, a contact with a couple of scientists in the field and then try to improve upon their technology. And presently, they have around 1,000 paying fa farmers who are uh, uh, paying them for their services. These are all the things which is happening in the field. So both the ways we are trying to uh, tell them that this technology, uh, your uh, expertise can have a good effect on this type of uh, farmers, and then we find uh, find them the pan India where the type of thing is there. Mm -hmm. How does one approach uh, this incubator? Uh, uh, can anyone with uh, you know a prospective agripreneur who is interested in doing something without a tangible idea can he get in touch with uh, with you? Yeah, if uh, see that there are two things which is required. One is uh, a passion for uh, working in agriculture. This is very very important because mm -hmm. definitely it at the end of the day it is not sitting in a AC room and you can uh, work for agriculture. You have to go to the field. You have to interact with. If not directly farmers, you have to interact with different types of customers, whether it's a, a farmer, whether it's a, some middleman who, for whom you are uh, uh, getting some solution, or it is the customer for whom you are going to make food for uh, from the farm produce and all those things. So it is not simply easy sitting in like IT startup sitting in a AC company, you cannot do it. You have to really go to the stakeholders work with them that first passion you have to be if with the passion someone comes as a, with, uh, to us that i wanted to do these these things uh, yes definitely we will be helping them i'll give you an example again uh, two engineer uh, four engineering graduates came to us uh, 
they say we wanted to do something in agriculture and they said ki we have developed some bot uh, which can do lot of things i said okay show me the bot uh, it was from their uh, college uh, project uh, they made some bot they say this can plow the field this can sow the seed i said uh, where did you run it he said in my college i said okay i'll take you to my farm and run this within 50 meters the bot has given up it has broken down mm -hmm. so they did not understand what exactly the farm fields are so i told them uh, but they were very passionate but sir we wanted to do something in agriculture i said keep mobiles in your home go to a remote village stay there for 3 months come back and then you uh, tell me what exactly the problem is there and if you can solve the problem yes you are a good entrepreneur so that they also did the same thing they went to the village they did not talk to each other for 3 months they came back out of four one has backed out three are still passionate they came up and they came up with a problem and a solution especially they looked the uh, shrimp farming they have came up with a problem statement and a developed a solution for that and they are doing good at this point of uh, this company is uh, the founder is uh, kiriti and uh, okay. uh, and then after that um, uh, give us a sense of uh, you know um, what is this uh, what is the size of of, of the corpus that uh, uh that the incubator has uh, how much seed funding does it provide you know uh, and and until what level can it help these entrepreneurs scale up okay uh, normally what happens in any uh, incubators it's not incubators uh, uh, when they start with their uh, journey they do not have any corpus to actually give a seed fund and all those things yeah the same thing was in ai idea when we started we never had a seed fund type of thing and then we approached uh, uh, department of science and technology for their uh, seeds uh, seed support scheme in which that time they were giving around 25 lakh rupees per startups and they gave us around 2 crores for eight startups to be deployed and then they said if you are uh, able to do that we will give another uh, tranche of 2 uh, crores more likewise they will be increasing and it was a around 2015 or 16 uh, later on we also got the seed fund from the uh, department of biotechnologies uh, company called byrad so that also there so each incubator as an a idea we were able to deploy 25 lakhs per company that is the maximum but sometimes we have deployed less than that also uh, based on the requirement of uh, entrepreneur and uh, let me tell you yesterday only it was uh, now open uh, yesterday one company agnext is there which is a chandigarh based company yeah i have uh, written about them uh, okay. sort of mri scan for food yeah so earlier when we have invested them around 15 lakh rupees only that time we have given them but mm -hmm. uh, they could raise the seed fund uh, uh, the next round of uh, first round of vc funding and now uh, a idea is uh, taking exit uh, with 5x that is mm -hmm. a great thing within 3 years we are getting a 5x return for mm -hmm. any incubator it's a great thing and this will be our first exit from any uh, company okay. so that 75 lakh, uh, lakh rupees will become our uh, corpus fund for uh, next uh, three companies okay that's great great to hear 
Um, Dr. Srinivas, uh, from my experience, I've, I've seen the, you, you described uh, the 108 uh, arms of, of ICARE and various research institutions. Uh, I've seen uh, many of these research institutions come up with uh, good scientific research, uh, you know, on, on product innovation or, or come up with uh, uh, new innovative ideas. But uh, there is a challenge to commercialize it uh, or they would uh, look for, uh, you know, uh, uh, agripreneur partners who could who could scale it up do you also help these agripreneurs connect with such research uh, in various arms of eye care and take them to market yeah from a idea actually we were doing the things that whenever for, for example when i told you the shrimp farming students came we call, uh, we have connected them to central institute of brackish water which is there in chennai when this uh, lady came up for the mushrooms, we connected her to uh, Indian Institute of Mushroom Research that is at Solan, Himachal Pradesh. Likewise, we uh, definitely connect them to these institutes. However, that was from the A idea perspective I was telling you. But now in my new role, uh, what I have to do is that we have created, ICR has created 50 agribusiness incubator pan India. Uh, again, uh, AID and NAM is one of the uh, leading institute which will be hand-holding rest of the 49 uh, mm -hmm. in this area. So these uh, 50 institutes in out of 108 institutes which are available in uh, uh, throughout the India will be definitely looking into more uh, dynamic uh, incubations all the places and these 50 incubators will be working and co-working with each other for development of entrepreneurship in India. This is what uh, exactly I am expected to do now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, from the ICR point of view, these 50 incubators have the, uh, will get the, uh, will be giving the access to the technology, to the scientific knowledge of uh, almost all 108 institutes of India. Uh, in different uh, uh, areas because there are uh, all these institutes have a specialized institute like one is mushroom one is brackish water aquaculture one is freshwater aquaculture there is an indian institute of horticulture research there is an indian institute of potato research every research, uh, aspect we have got a research institute so we definitely yeah, almost every fruit or vegetable, right? From jackfruit uh -huh. to banana to yeah, you know. It is yeah, banana. yeah, banana we have at uh, uh, Tamil Nadu only. So these are the uh, institutes which uh, uh, which get access for, to the, the entrepreneurs which are coming, and uh, the policy of ICR has also been modified to give an easy access to these entrepreneurs. Okay. Uh, Dr. Srinivas, you mentioned Agnext, the Chandigarh-based company. Uh, could you also tell us about other success stories? Uh, uh, Agnext may, may have been your biggest success story, but can you talk uh, talk about others yeah. which, uh, which you're proud of? Yeah, there are a couple of other companies which uh, are doing in different parts because Agnext is doing in the post uh, uh, production part that is uh, one thing if you re really look into the pre-production part recently we have one company called krishi tantra krishi mm -hmm. tantra is soil testing company and it is doing uh, what exactly it is doing is that it is taking the soil of the farmers doing it within 35 minutes returns the values of 14 
micro and macro nutrients and based on that you can actually plan for your nutrient management in agriculture this is the another company and this has uh, recently uh, got uh, raised uh, investment from omnivore as well as nab ventures nab ventures is a nabards uh, venture capital arm that has come up uh, came up uh, one and a half years back so okay. this uh, this company has got an investment from that particular thing and now it has uh, uh, sales in almost nine states of india uh, probably uh, because of a, a pandemic they are not able to move to other states but definitely their plan is to cover whole of india and it's a portable one you can take it to the field you can do the soil testing at the field level which uh, that and uh, these uh, data can be stored in the cloud for a longer time so that you will have a, a time series data after a couple of years and you can really analyze the soil uh, you can map the soil uh, in a, from the point of nutrition in india at one point of time so this is another company which is doing uh, the okay. third company which i can tell you is a flybird which is again a, a water saving company what they did is that they ha they have the iot's uh, or sensors in the fields based on the sensors uh, uh, different types of sensors in the field they can analyze how much wa uh, water is required by the each plant a crop and that uh, is uh, uh, and uh, water is given in that much area because most of our agriculture that is 70 percent of indian agriculture is a rain-fed area and you require water saving or wa uh, using water in a proper way uh, for a better crop. So this company is like that. Uh, so there is another company called uh, SNRAS. SNRAS is a company which is basically uh, making the uh, aquaculture or fish uh, production systems in uh, uh, a new technology called RAS systems. And they, are, they have come up with a lot of uh, 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 these uh, customers, especially in uh, Odisha, Bihar and West Bengal for uh, uh, efficient production of fish. So this is another company which is there. Uh, there is a company called Intello, uh, which is uh, actually a well-known company uh, uh, and it has been incubated many places. So a lot of stories have been there, I will not tell. But Bharat Rohan is a company which I was telling about the uh, understanding the this Biotic and abiotic and abiotic stresses through spectral uh, analysis using drones. Through spectral analysis through using yes. drones. So these are the couple of uh, examples of uh, yeah. And one more company is called IBW. Uh, that is uh, Inner Being Wellness. Inner Being Wellness is a wellness company which is working on different types of uh, millet products. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not only selling the millets and uh, quinoa, but also making different types of millet uh, products for wellness uh, scenarios. So these are the companies which I uh, we can talk about okay. immediately. Dr. Okay. Okay. For, for a budding agripreneur, which are the areas that, that, that they should look at, you know, which where you think there are uh, big problems to be solved or which have a lot of potential to scale up? Uh, say, would it be precision agriculture or post-harvest managing of supply chain? Which which are some of the areas that, that you would recommend budding entrepreneurs to look at more closely? So actually, there are uh, problem is there from the beginning, pre-harvest and post-harvest, both the places problem is there. And India is a vast country 
there need to be more and more uh, entrepreneurs should come up in probably uh, there can be accommodated uh, couple of companies in one state like up there can be 10 15 startups in the same field only uh, you can change the crops so uh, if you really look into the pre harvest things then you have to actually assess the type of inputs and try to uh, make efficient the inputs uh, use how the input use efficiency can be increased whether it's a fertilizer use whether it's a water use whether it's a pesticide use or even uh, timing of crops normally it is uh, given free of cost by most of the universities and agricultural research institutes about that agronomy but still if someone can uh, really look into that it can also be monetized and uh, farmers will also benefit in that number one is that number two is that during the uh, this is during the production process post production process the issue is that uh, uh, farmers are not able to find a good market for his pro, uh, for his produce so you can do the because of two reasons first of all his marketable surplus is very very less that means he after consumption of his own there is very less for him to sell into the market so collectivization becomes an important aspect collectivization in the forms of a new uh, area which uh, which government is promoting is fpo is one thing in fpo if it is there they can do the collectivization themselves but definitely i am seeing that uh, despite lot of fpos farmers need the uh, support of lot of entrepreneurs we have tried uh, we have we did this particular thing we tried to uh, do the immersion program of startups and fpos in uh, Specifically, down south in Tamil Nadu, Madurai, we did a couple of programs. We did a couple of programs in Anantapur. And we found it successful that FPOs also require technology to improve the efficiency of their farmer members. So this is one thing. And secondly, a couple of uh, startups like, uh, I'll tell you, Mandigate is there, which is doing this particular collectivization of the crop and giving, uh, giving fair share to the farmers. Uh, that is important thing. This is also a type of middleman, but uh, it uh, it is more transparent. It is more uh, open to the farmers. Everything is given. Uh, if, uh, they say okay, we will give you this much minimum prices, but if prices go high in the real market, that means we are they are able to sell in the higher prices. They can uh, transfer some part of that also to the farmers. So this is the way they are trying to do it, and farmers are believing this. Monday uh, Gate has actually increased uh, their uh, revenues from uh, 30 lakh rupees a month to one and a half crore rupees a month in last one year. Likewise, there is another company, Farm to Fresh, which is a Kerala-based company. It is also in the post-harvest technology. What it is doing is that it is uh, it is actually doing both the production part also, giving the uh, demand to the farmers beforehand uh, so that farmer can plan their cropping pattern in such a way that they will uh, be purchasing it. They will be taking it to the customers who require that. And this is mostly in the exotic free, uh, vegetables, vegetable part they are looking into. So different types of... Uh, uh, almost every field of agriculture has a problem. Those uh, people, those uh, entrepreneurs who are very passionate and they can able to uh, look into these problems. 
they can come up in that particular sector i will not uh, actually tell anyone to go and do the work in the water harvesting because if i tell an entrepreneur to do it in water harvesting if he does not have an interest in that there is no point so we have to ma- match make them okay. what is the passion of the entrepreneur and what is the problem can he solve it okay okay thanks a lot dr shrinivas for joining us in field notes uh, until next week uh, goodbye and god bless thank you thank you very much